Welcome into Mavericks Today by Chat Sports. I am Harrison Graham, and on today's show, the bulk of our focus will be on a potential Jalen Brown trade. We also have an interesting draft nugget later in the show, so stay tuned for that. But want to explore the idea of trading for Jalen Brown today because the Celtics could look to shake things up this offseason. Now, his partner in crime, Jason Tatum, has endorsed him for signing a contract extension. He has one year left on his deal, but I do wonder if Boston looks to shake things up and if maybe a team like the Mavs could show some interest in the Celtics' number two star. Now, he certainly had an interesting year, right? You could argue his regular season was the best of his career. 26.6 points per game, shot almost 50% from the field, seven boards. Three-point shot was a little down this year, but all in all, had a really good season, especially offensively this year. I thought his defense dipped a bit this season, but uh, his offensive plate has only grown year by year. Now, the problem is his playoff numbers kind of dipped, uh, you know, down almost four points at just around 23. Uh, his rebounding was a little bit down as well. The assists were about the same. Field goal percentage was actually uh, a tick up, uh, as uh, was the uh, three-point shot. But a lot of turnovers, untimely turnovers as well. And really what stood out is this last series against the Miami Heat. He had a really good game six to help force a game seven, so kudos for that. Uh, but he really struggled versus the Heat. I think he shot 17% from three-point range. That's really poor. And in game seven, when Jason Tatum tweaks his ankle uh, on the first play of the game, they tried to lean on Jalen Brown, and he did not deliver. He did, he did not play. He even owned it after the game. He said, look, uh, they looked at me uh, when Tatum got hurt, and uh, I didn't I didn't handle it. So uh, that was disappointing to see. Now, great player. I still like him a lot, and it would still be interested in him. Uh, but uh, I do think those details matter. Should the Mavs trade for Jalen Brown? want you guys to interact first before I give more thoughts. Type T for trade. Or you can type P for pass. Let me know in the comment section below. T for trade or P for pass when it comes to Jalen Brown. Like I said, I still like Jalen Brown a lot, and I think he is a good fit. Now, he's got to get back to playing better defense. Uh, you know, this is a guy who's considered one of the best two-way players in the NBA. He didn't really do that this year. The defense was not nearly as, it's, as good as it's been in recent seasons. I think that was especially notable in the postseason. Now, Jalen Brown is eligible for a monster contract extension due to being an all-NBA player. He can sign a five-year, $295 million extension this offseason, if the Celtics offer it, of course. I mean, they very well may not. That's almost $60 million a year over the next five years for a guy who – you know, in the Eastern Conference Finals shrunk a bit. I mean, there's just no way around it. Now, I don't look at one playoff series to determine how I feel about a player, but if you're going to give a guy $300 million, I, I think you got to look at everything. Now, when it comes to the Mavs and a potential pursuit for Jalen Brown, these are kind of the assets they've got. You know, Maxi Kleba's got a very movable contract. He's a piece that can contribute to a winning organization like the Celtics. Reggie Bullock, plug-and-play 3-and-D player. Uh, Jaden Hardy, uh, creative offensive guard that I think uh, has his stock pointing up. Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, you know, I thought second half of this past year, he kind of got back to being closer to himself, shot the ball with more consistency. Uh, he can kind of fit in anywhere with this uh, shooting ability. Josh Green, he had his best year of his career. I think he's got some value. And two first-round picks, including the number 10 overall pick this year. So you've got some ammo. Uh, and I do wonder, could Jalen Brown's stock just be a tick down, especially considering how big that Supermax would have to be for a team to give it to him? So... 
here's my trade idea that I'm just, I've kind of cooked up, I threw out there. I'm not sure it's quite enough, but I think it's close to the best package the Mavericks could offer. Jalen Brown comes to Dallas. The Celtics receive Josh Green and Jaden Hardy, Reggie Bullock and Davis Bertans. You could flip Bertans for Hardaway. The reason I went Bertans is uh, he's got one year left on his deal, plus a mostly non-guaranteed year the year after that. Hardaway still got two years left and more money on his deal, so I figured more flexibility for Boston moving forward. But if they want Hardaway, they can take him instead. Uh, and then number 10 pick this year and 2027 first-round pick. So two first. Josh Green, who went in the first round and played like a guy who could maybe fetch a first-round pick this past year. Reggie Bullock, who's a good role player. Uh, and um, Jaden Hardy, who has potential as well. Plus, Davis Bertans as that salary filler with those picks. Who wants to trade? I think it's a decent offer. I don't know if it's quite enough, uh, but I think you're in the ballpark here uh, if you are Dallas. Type DAL for the Mavericks. Type BOS for the Boston Celtics. Let me know in the comments section down below who you guys think would win this trade. Now, BetUS sponsoring today's show. The NBA Finals are upon us, and BetUS is the place to go bet on the NBA Finals. Go to chatsports.com slash MFFL. Promo code MFFL. Miami Heat, big underdogs. That's where the value lays in this series, but uh, it's a big hill to climb. I'm rolling with the Nuggets in five games. If you want to go bet on who's going to win this series, who's going to go win game one on Thursday night, go to chatsports.com slash MFFL and use promo code MFFL to get started today. No dick in Dallas? That's Grady Dick that we're talking about, of course. Pause. Uh, you know, bonk like Tom Downey, a disciple, would uh, say here at Chat Sports. And uh, a report coming from The Athletic is that the Mavs are not considering Grady Dick with the number 10 pick. Uh, here's what Tim Cato of The Athletic had to say. He says, Grady Dick isn't likely to be considered by Dallas team and league sources tell The Athletic, all of whom were granted anonymity since they were not authorized to speak publicly about prospects. Of course they were. The team's new front office is focused on athleticism and physicality much more than the old guard, which might have favored a skilled shooter but an unremarkable athlete like Grady Dick. Now, a couple things to consider. One, uh, when you've got anonymous sources, I always take that with a great assault. Two, just like the NFL draft, this is smokescreen season for the NBA. Remember years ago that uh, the Dennis Smith, uh, Frank Nilakina draft that, oh, they, they want Nilakina. He's their guy. And look, I do think if Dennis Smith was gone, they would have taken Nilakina, but they obviously took Dennis Smith. So, you know, it's that time of year where take everything you hear in terms of they're interested in this guy. They're not interested in that guy. Like it's all with the grain of salt. Could be true. Could be not. Uh, I personally like Grady Dick. Like I, he's someone I would consider uh, for the Mavericks with the number 10 pick because he is a plug and play offensive scorer. I, I think he can play in an NBA rotation uh, as a rookie. Now, is he a guy that can get reliable minutes in the playoffs in year one? I'm not sure. Like you look at uh, his uh, former Kansas Board, uh, Christian Brown uh, was kind of in and out of the Nuggets rotation this year. Has played some in the playoffs, but not a ton. I could see Grady Dick having that type of year, maybe even playing a little bit more uh, if he develops just a little bit further. We'll have to wait and see. I definitely think, you know, year two and beyond, he can be a staple in a rotation. Uh, now, Cato mentioned the following six players for guys who should be under consideration at number 10. The guys on the left side of your screen are guys that he called no-brainer picks if they're available. Taylor Hendricks, who we've talked about a lot. 
defensive versatility, can score the basketball, the forward out of UCF. Anthony Black out of Arkansas, really good defensive player with some developmental skills offensively. Cam Whitmore, two-way guy as well. Uh, he also mentioned Jairus Walker, who's kind of been moving up draft boards, the kind of small ball center out of Houston. Uh, Kobe Bufkin out of Michigan as well. And then Leonard Miller, who played with the G League at night uh, alongside Scoot Henderson. I, again, I would still consider Grady Dick at number 10, depending on who's available. Now, I've kind of talked to myself into the Taylor Hendricks train. If he's there at 10, he's probably the guy uh, that I would take. And I probably would take Anthony Black over uh, Grady Dick as well. But outside of those two guys, maybe Cam Whitmore. Like, if they're all gone, I'm perfectly content with taking Grady uh, Dick at number 10 overall. He's not my top option, but I don't think he's, like, a bad option. I think he could go anywhere in this draft from, like, 8 to 14. Like, I do think he'll be a lottery pick. So taking him at number 10 I think would be perfectly fine. If the Mavs keep the number 10 selection, they could trade it, of course. Who should they draft? What do you guys think? Let me know down in the comments below. We'll see you soon here on Mavericks Today.